From Potomac Fund Management, this is the Conquer Risk Podcast. Join us as we discuss the business of running an RIA firm and the practice of investment management. And now, our hosts. Welcome to the Conquer Risk Podcast. My name is Manish Kata, and as always, I have Jeff Goodno here with me. Today, we want to talk about the benefits of a TAMP, which is otherwise known as a turnkey asset management program. And before we jump in, I think a good way to uh, intro this is sort of a story about how you and I met. We've known each other for a long time. Uh, you recently joined Potomac. I guess it's been, what, four or five years at this point? <laughs> it's almost five years, uh, brother. Almost five years. All right. So not recent. That's four kids ago or three kids ago. <laughs> um, and so and so I, I think it's a good good chance here to tee up the story. And essentially, you know, Potomac has been a, a single money manager for years, and we've always worked through broker-dealers. And you uh, worked at a broker dealer and, and we reached out to your firm at the time and said, hey, how can we get involved? How can we uh, you know, show your advisors our strategy? Uh, and we sort of you know, uh, got along real well, formed a partnership, and, and you really liked sort of the strategies we were, um, uh, you know, had in place at the time. And so we started a partnership at that point. And you know, jump into sort of what, what you did after that. Um, you know, in terms of your role with the managers and how we sort of expanded on that. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, you know, I, so I, I spent years doing due diligence and then also working with advisors to help them grow business by narrowing down the field, right? If you think about the number of managers that are out there, I mean, it's it's a never-ending process right you go down the rabbit hole as an advisor trying to figure out who you're supposed to use so so that really was my process was to to help managers or excuse me help advisors combine managers that that worked for their business and their clientele and their licensing and their niche and philosophy and all those things uh that's great at the time well at the time one thing that we talked about a lot is that we were fans of having managers in different places we, we right, thought that right. was better than having it all once because of the technology that was limiting uh each manager to what they can do individually I, you remember those conversations yeah absolutely that's what i was going to next it, it's just it's funny how how things change but you know my I, my philosophy my process was yes it was better to have managers work with them directly and you have three or four managers that, that you know cover the primary part of your business and and you worked with each one directly but that meant each one had its own account process, its own service team, its own, et cetera, right? But that was the best way to be independent at that time. And it's interesting, right? Times change, tech changes, business changes, and, and evolution happens. And and that's where we're going to talk about today, right? To, to discuss the benefits of a TAMP because I know I've done a, a 180 and, and I look at things now and while yes, there's still, it is, I think, really valuable. There's some great pros to working directly with a manager, an individual manager. There's with technology and, and as things have changed, client expectations because of their day-to-day interaction with their phone or their iPad, etc. Their expectations have changed, and now that aggregation, that consolidation of having all their managers in one place, and having one new account set up, etc. We'll talk about some of these benefits, right? It all becomes easier in a TAMP, and that's okay. look. We can board. Yeah, go ahead. 
Well, so let's jump into some of those benefits then. Um, yeah. You know, we're, you know, we're saying that at one point, you know, you know, having managers in each place was was uh, was better, but as technology got has improved, uh, right. maybe there's more benefits to a TAMP. So the first thing is let's talk about prospecting. That's what you know every financial advisor wants to you know get new clients and prospect. How does a TAMP help uh, and a financial advisor prospect? Yeah, absolutely. I think it starts from a prospecting standpoint. It starts with a proposal, right? From from a client comes in and they've got you know two fifty, five hundred, a million dollars, and look, one manager probably isn't going to do the deal there, right? You may need to have two or three different iterations to help out, and of course, <clears throat> you know, without having a TAMP where a proposal can be done combining all managers because they have all the data. You're left with saying, well, basically just making a sales pitch. Like, well, in my experience, this is the best thing to do. And the client just has to sort of blindly trust you. Not that the performance numbers are all that you're looking for, but it's about that overall experience of seeing something physical where everything comes together and it works well. And maybe it smooths the ride out or whatever your your pitch is. Uh, but having some sort of a proposal, I think, is so much easier and a real benefit today. Because again, people with their phones are used to being more, we're training everybody to be more visual. So it is what it is. Well, let me give you a great example of that. Uh, two strategies, two different maximum drawdowns. You do 50-50 in each. Uh, mm-hmm. Off the top of your head, your first thought would be 50% of one max drawdown plus 50% of the other. But right. without actually having the software to combine them, that's wrong. Because if the maximum drawdown happens at different time periods, it's not exactly as simple as, as combining them. And the reason I bring out that example is to your point, if you're running all these separate proposals from different people, how do you actually know where the benefit is when you combine these? Uh, and so in terms of prospecting, to your point, you can show the combination. You can show the fee combination as well in terms of what exactly they're paying for all of their accounts. What are right. they paying you for all of their accounts rather than sort of uh, individual? Because there's different tiers for different managers and different breakpoints, and it becomes cumbersome for the advisor to sort of put it all together at the end of the day. Oh, that's a that's a great point. One, uh, we have a, a great advisor that works with us, and for their office, they use a couple of different managers, and and they have their own fee schedule based on the client AUM with them, right? Forget which managers they're using, and and that was something that you know for thirty years until we figured out a solution, right? For thirty years, we had our fee structure that told them what they were going to make. And, and that was very difficult for them, right? Because when the client reached a certain level, they wanted to lower their fee and just have that as a flat fee and there, there wasn't an option. So if every manager makes their own business decisions, you, the advisor who's listening, have to abide by each of these different processes rather than, again, the benefit of a TAMP, one place, one fee structure, it's all simplified. And then you can run okay. your business accordingly. Well, but before we move on then, the one thing that... Uh... I think is important to bring up is there's always some pushback where people say, well, I use different technology and I integrate everything. And, and without diving too deep into this, this dark hole, you know, (laughs) I think what we've learned is that, you know, surface level when FinTech people are selling you stuff, integrations are great and, and they, they, they sell you the smoke and mirrors, but really when an advisor dives into it, the integrations simply don't work. You're better off getting 80% of something in an all-in-one solution that works together 
than trying to piecemeal these different pieces of technology. And and we've learned that across the board from advisors we work with that they, they, they sign up for the tools, they put the investment, and then sort of throw their hands in the air out of frustration. And so right. um, that that's another benefit of, of a TAMP, of a, of a, a single solution. And uh, and so let's move on to the the next point here. What else you got? Yeah, well, that so as we as we sort of round out prospecting, I think it is a real advantage to have other what I'll call other solutions at your fingertips. Doesn't mean that you're using them, but the fact that you can, uh, I think, is is really helpful. So whether it be you have a prospect that suddenly needs their HSA account managed, or they have a 403B that needs managed, or they, they have a high concentration in a stock position because of the company they work for. Uh, they, need, they have a special situation. They need tax loss harvesting. All these things are available within a decent TAMP. And great, if you suddenly need it and you never needed it before, it's easy to simply add that to the proposal and, and you know, know that it's there with a little bit of work, figure out which manager makes sense. You're not having to change your process, and I think that's key. From an efficiency standpoint, as you try and prospect and meet new people and grow your practice, you're not having to change your process in order to bring on some, a, a new prospect that is a little bit different. So it just it, it opens up, it keeps your world open as to who you might have as a new client. Okay. So it's an efficiency play. All right. Well, let's talk about client experience then. Yeah. What uh, what what are some key points here? Yeah, I think you know once once you've actually done your 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 job right, and, and you have convinced a prospect to become a client. Right, that's that's where the world changes a little bit because okay, so now they are on board and and great. What I have spent years and years and years talking about is the aggregation world, and again, a technology change. As more technology ha- changes happen, more technology becomes available. The better this sort of thing is, but clients want all of their information in one place. Right, whether that be whether you're doing a financial plan or not, uh, whether or not they have multiple managers, they want all their stuff in one place. So very few clients have one little investment account with you, right? They've got multiple accounts. You're doing a financial plan. You've got the you want to aggregate so you can also get not only their different manager investment accounts, but also their bank account and their car loan and their mortgage. And a good TAMP can put those things together for you so that the client experience, which helps you in the long run, the client experience is improved and simplified. And we go back to that word all, word all the time, simplification. So that's the biggest thing I see out of this client experience. And the, the second part of client experience is the back office for the advisor and how they deliver that. And forget about the technology for a second. If a client calls you and you know needs to make some changes, different managers on different platforms likely have different rules. One might need a signature or one might not. And it your staff, in terms of the amount of staffing you need, uh, exponentially grows with the amount of options you have available. And so for better or for worse, by, by putting it in one area, you, there's tremendous sort of cost savings and scale because your staff is not out there chasing their tail, trying to figure out the different rules and regulations. And you brought up a good point about RMDs, which which really hits <laughs> home what I what I what I just said. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is something that we all have to deal with, and you know the the clients as they age have to deal with the RMD. Hopefully, right. And, and the fact that if you use three different managers 
and you have three different IRAs, you have to go, yeah, they're all getting letters and they're all getting information from each one of them. But, but you, the advisor, have to help them walk through, okay, well, here's your dollar amount you have to take and where do we want to take it from and, and go through this extra, okay, well, this time we're going to take it from this manager, so it's this process with this form. You know, there's no way to automate that and say, just pull my RMD out from the account and have it do the calculations for you with all these different managers. So that simplification alone, I think, is worth its weight in gold. And then you multiply that times however many other processes that you know, you're doing one off with each different manager. I just, th these days it's just not worth it. Not okay. worth it to do them individually. So what else, what else is going uh, on? Yeah. So let's, well, let's, let's hit some things. What, what other, what things are, let's change the topic just a little bit. Let me rephrase. You can change the topic just a little bit. And what should you look for in a TAMP? What is it that defines a good TAMP? You want to fire away? Yeah. I think first from a technology standpoint and a UI standpoint, we've tested a lot of these systems and some of them are so bad in terms of they, they, they look like a Commodore 64. Once you dive in, uh, yeah. there's a lot of manual processes behind it. You know, they sell you the sizzle, but there's absolutely no stake at all. And, and once you dive in, you're uploading CSV files and you're manually downloading statements. So a clean user interface with workflows that don't actually add work to your table. The point of this is to reduce the work, uh, be able to scale. So the technology has to help you and not hurt you. And, and, and we've seen a lot of technology software solutions that, that actually end up, you spend more time than you would before. And so I think that's point number one is, is a good technology solution from a user interface yeah. and a workflow point of view. Yeah, so I'll I'll uh, I'll go with uh, to me the the biggest thing is a good manager selection, and I need to expand on that. They need to have a good manager selection because, of course, you you don't want to just end up with three choices, right? You want to have more. The problem is, as we've spoken before, and I've said before, and I use I made up a word called overwhelmingness. I, I think that's the feeling that that an advisor gets when they see five hundred or a thousand managers. Like, should I look at all these to figure out which ones are the best? So what ends up happening, because it's so overwhelming, the only tool they have is to do a performance filter. And that's a terrible way to figure out what manager you're going to use. So my next statement, in addition to having a good manager selection, what comes should go hand in hand with that, is is there an OCIO? Is there somebody there to help you as an advisor figure out what your specific needs are, what your clientele are, and what managers work together, how to combine those? So, Well... To your point, there's a lot of TAMPs out there that that come from a technology background. So they create the TAMP, they create the services, but they don't know what to do with the manager side of the business. And we had a recent client who came from another TAMP that basically had five choices. All five were more passive strategic, and the advisor was looking for more options. And the TAMP was basically not interested in really going down that path because a lot of these TAMPs are not money managers. They never were. They're just technology providers who happen to uh, collect different money managers under their umbrella. So they don't really know how to combine. They don't really know what recommendations or how to put people in the right place. So so yes, to your point, you do need sort of an, an OCIO or someone in charge. And I, don't, I think a lot of these firms, they, they just don't exist because that's not their cup of tea. Right. Well, if, uh, along with the the management this is a little bit more your area you want to speak to reporting itself 
Like once yeah, you get... I, I think yeah. The the reporting aspect is obviously important, so advisors sort, can see... sort of yeah, it's sort of post the choice. I've chosen these managers. We've got them implemented. Now what? It's important to see how they're helping each other or how they're hurting each other. If you're going to put managers together, you need to be able to report on them, bill on them um, separately so that you can see net of fees, who's adding value uh, to the overall pie and who's subtracting. And, and I don't think that's being done. I think a lot of times you get this performance report and you see that you're up or down, you know, four or five percent. But how, where did that come from? And, and that's where the further analysis on the reporting side really plays a role in, in, in a good client experience, making sure that you can identify the strengths and weaknesses of your portfolio. Yeah. All right. Well, I think the last point we would say, at least that I have for, for good things to look for in a TAMP, uh, is really about some of the extras. And, you know, is there financial planning included? Is there, uh, you know, other, are there other benefits? Um, that might be available like account aggregation i mentioned this a little bit earlier in the podcast right it's you know bringing in that that bank account or the mortgage or the car the whole idea here is are they providing additional tools to make you provide a simplified client experience for both you the advisor as well as your end client so any other thoughts on that um i do actually because i want to hit on something it's important to to have the financial planning tool live in the same environment as your investments and 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 currently there's not a lot of folks that do this a lot of times it's it's another solution that you have to integrate and and maybe they don't code the investments properly one's growth one's income and it it doesn't mesh very well so i i think what's a good benefit is to have these things live together because if you are going to run a financial plan and the goals are five, six, seven percent, whatever it may be, you know, you kind of want your investments to the left of that so you can see how you're hitting your goals. And the combination of these things, I think, are going to be hugely beneficial in the future for a good TAMP to deliver services to advisors. Yeah. Well, all right. So we've spoken about some of the the benefits of a TAMP uh, and how it can help your practice and obviously help the end client experience. Uh, We've spoken about in other podcasts about some of the the uh, negatives of the of the big tamps i mean in in the scheme of things you know we as a small firm what should we do uh, to solve this need for uh the benefits of a tamp and the terrible service that you often get with a tamp the feedback we've received is that people hate working with large tamps and so there's a, a void of a tamp that will actually answer the phone a TAMP where you can actually talk to the OCIO, a TAMP where you can actually call the back office and they'll call you back. And so, I don't know, maybe someone should make that. Hmm. Guess we better turn in next week. <laughs> Guess we should. Uh, <laughs> all right. Hey, let's uh, let's move on. I'm going to give you a recommendation for this week because we're, uh, we're running on this uh, podcast. Uh, I should get. I'm going to say up front. I should get paid by Netflix because it seems to be that that almost every week I, I've got to change this up. But but that's all I'm watching anymore is originals on Netflix. White Lines is the name of my recommendation for this week. Uh, it's the same dude that wrote Money Heist, uh, which is also on. You can see on Netflix. But uh, White Lines is just an interesting sort of. It's there's some humor in it. It's a drama. There's, yeah, it's just a good good flick. Check it out. It's a good right. series, not a movie. Excuse me. It's a series. Okay. 
I have actually a recommendation of what not to do this week, and that is so I have a I have a bad habit of of eating a bowl of cereal at night, you know, after dinner just because I'm hungry. And so one of these uh, old trainer guys sent me this link. He's like, "Hey, check out this cereal. It's called Magic Spoon. It's supposed to be like this grain-free cereal, healthy, whatever." And uh, and so I ordered it. Of course, it's expensive as all hell. It's eight nine dollars a box or something, and it had some oh, value wow. pack, and it tasted like absolute shit. It was so bad. I mean, it was like. It, no matter what flavor, even my kids wouldn't even eat it. I gave them a bowl. I mean, they'll eat anything sweet. And, and <laughs> I gave Kaka a bowl and he looks at me and passes it back to me. And so I, I yeah, my recommendation is to stay away from whatever the hell magic spoon is. It was horrendous. <laughs> oh, that's just funny, man. Uh, I'm laughing enough. My camera's shaking. I guess I ought to lean away from the desk yeah, on that I'll send note. You a hey, box. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for that. Might I save the weight if that's the only thing I have to eat. Um, all right. On that note, we're, we're out. We'll catch you next week. All right. Bye. All opinions expressed by podcast guests are solely their own and do not reflect the opinions of Potomac Fund Management. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Potomac Fund Management may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast. 